Ahoy there, me hearties. This be Captain Silver Hook, and you're listening to the Two Old Pirates podcast. Set sail for an open sea of stories, tales, and some really crazy stuff. I expect you to like and subscribe, lest you be walking the plank. <laughs> Welcome to the Tool Pirates. It's Eric. I'm back. It's episode 86. This is the true story of the murder of Ishmael Lopez. Uh, Ishmael Lopez um, is in the summer of 2017 in Mississippi. Several individuals after midnight approached a home. They quietly climbed the stairs. Uh, they knocked on the door and the door opened. The owner of the the house dog ran out he was immediately shot and killed as the doors cracked open between one to three inches some of the uh the gentlemen that were there that night said they believed that they saw the barrel of a rifle the door then closed and after it closed uh, they fired multiple rounds into the house through the door the final round that went through the door hit the homeowner ishmael in the back of the head Ishmael uh, fell to the ground. He was dead almost immediately. He was 12 feet from the front door. So after he had closed the door, if it was open, uh, he had started walking fast back towards the bedrooms or in another location of the house, and that last bullet went through the door and hit him in the back of the head. What had he done wrong? Who were these men? What did they want that night? Well, the men were local police officers, if you hadn't already figured out. They were trying to secure an arrest warrant for a man who had choked out a woman at a local uh, convenience store the day before. They had been told that the man was uh, a white man who lived on a certain street, and he had a large wooden painted letter for his last name, which started with P, hanging on the front door walk. These guys were at the wrong address. The house that they were supposed to be at was across the street with the hanging painted P hanging right there. They went to the wrong house. They knocked on the wrong door. They did not announce that they were police officers. And Ishmael was shot dead. They were doing what's known as a no-knock warrant, which in some cases you don't have to say you're the police or you don't have to knock. Or you can knock and not say you're the police. Yes, that's it's legal in almost every single state. Besides, I believe there's four out of the 50 states that don't allow no-knocks. Most times that the police do no-knocks is guess when. Come on, guess. That's right. In the dead of the night, between 2 to 4 a.m., when everybody is probably sound asleep. In 1980, there was 5,000 no-knocks in the United States. This past year, there was 50,000. Almost all of them, a majority, are for marijuana possible possession. Uh, not murderers, not rapists, not arsonists. It's usually marijuana. These people were here, these cops were here to go ahead and arrest a man for possibly strangle, strangling a woman at a convenience store the pr day prior. And they come at 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. Um, 
they knock, and we know what happens. Ishmael Lopez, you went to check on who would be knocking at his house so late at night. He did like any of us would, but he brought protection. Because in Mississippi, the castle law is legal there. You can protect your home with deadly force. So not only did he bring his dog, who was shot and killed, but he might have brought a weapon. We will never know that, though. After the gunfire, the police entered the house. They see Ishmael laying prone on the floor, face down, huge head wound in the back. Uh, they handcuff him anyways. He's dead before the paramedics can get there. Now, there was a rifle found. Did you hear me? There was a rifle found. The tricky part to the rifle being found was that it was found on a couch 12 to 14 feet away from Ishmael. It's almost as like if he did have the rifle, he opened up the door between one and three inches, closed it, started walking away, and that was it for him. But somewhere during that, closing the door and turning around to walk away, he decided, I'm going to throw the rifle halfway across the room. It's going to land on the couch. Because that's where the police officers in the report said that they found it. The problem is they thought it would be, uh, hey, it's over. He had a gun. He brandished a gun. We were in fear for our lives. We had to fire at him. But remember, you have the castle law. So you don't know who they are. They never said they were the police. And they admitted that. That they were never uh, able to go ahead and even say they were the police with everything that happened so fast. So he didn't know who was on his porch. We have the castle law here in Texas. And we have no knock here in Texas. You're looking at a whole bunch of different ways that people could be killed or cops could be killed because I have the right to defend my house with deadly force if I believe there's somebody outside about to attack or break in or something. And the police have the right to go and enter without saying that their cops are even knocking. You're, you're looking at a disaster and Ishmael was one of those people that faced that disaster and unfortunately died. The thing is, they brought in the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations and they, they investigated a little bit on their own and they found no DNA or fingerprints on the rifle for Ishmael. Which if he had just been holding it at the door and throwing it across the room onto the couch, he'd have left something on there. Nothing. So the question is, did he open up the door and look out and see that they might have been cops or that there was men out there and he saw his dog dead and he closed it and started to run away? And he was shot in the back of the head through the door? And as they entered and they found him dead, they found a rifle somewhere in the house and put it over there and said, hey, that's he had a rifle, man. Because there's four witnesses. Ishmael is one of them. He's dead. So you got three police officers. Or maybe Ishmael was holding it. And he just didn't have any fingerprints. Or any, and he was wearing gloves or something. You know, he just threw it. Don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking questions. <clears throat> so what happened? Like I said, four witnesses, one dead. Three did the report on their own. They decided if they're going to file charges against them for firing into the house and killing him. The grand jury looked at all the evidence and said it was a reasonable cause for them to be fearful uh, due to the fact that there might have been a rifle present. So they had to use deadly force and fire into a house where there were babies and a wife who could have been hit the wrong house. And they decided not to file any charges. The other thing that they decided was they found out that Ishmael was an undocumented worker from Mexico. So the city in Mississippi where this took place, they said he has no rights. He's not a U.S. citizen, 
So therefore, crap happens. Which means that nobody has any rights in the United States unless you're a citizen. Which means anybody who's an undocumented worker from any country in the world, the police can just kill and not be charged? Could we just kill and not be charged? Because they're not citizens, so they have no rights. Is, is it a murder or is it not a murder? Is it a death or is it not a death? I don't know. These are all questions that I hope that you, the viewer that are watching this, will ask yourself. If somebody was coming into your house and you fired on them, you would have certain rights to protect yourself because you're a citizen. But they're saying Ishmael, since he was an undocumented worker, had no rights, so therefore there are no charges. Remember, Mississippi is known for doing stuff like that. If you look back in their old days before the civil rights movement and stuff. The other thing that tried to happen was a federal judge looked at those charges that the city made saying he's undocumented, so he has no rights three years later. And he threw that out and said, no, you can't use that as an excuse. But they couldn't be charged because the grand jury couldn't even find enough evidence to bring them to trial. So it was never going to happen. Finally, this week, the reason why I'm bringing this to you is because this week, after six years of missing her husband and the kids missing their dad, uh, his his wife had brought a lawsuit several years ago trying to say, can we if, if they're not going to be found guilty and be put in jail, can I at least get some kind of financial relief out of this for losing my husband, my children's father? Can I get something? And that lawsuit was thrown out this week, as of Monday, I believe, yesterday, uh, under the same excuse uh he wasn't a citizen so therefore you can't sue this city uh in mississippi for any legal obligation financial obligation uh to pay anything because he wasn't an american he was an undocumented worker it's a sad story nobody served any time they got to keep their jobs and nobody ever paid for it financially or jail time. So my question to you is, and I know some people might have heard this and said, whoa, 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 time out. He was undocumented. Yeah, he doesn't have any rights. If that's the first thing that came to your mind after thinking that a man's head was blown off in his own house because of a mistake by the police not doing their jobs correctly, that's a sad state of affairs. It really is. Because that means... If his wife or kids have been hit by a stray bullet, if they were citizens, those cops might have got busted. Those, that city might have had to pay money. But because Ishmael was uh, from Mexico, his life doesn't count. Not uh, civilly or criminally. And that's sad. So, this is the true story of the murder of Ishmael Lopez. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you'll comment and share. And if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. I know some of you guys watch this and you don't subscribe. Please log in to YouTube and subscribe. For the Jewel Pirates, this is Eric. I hope that you enjoyed this. And I'll be back real soon with another one. Love you guys. Peace.